Coming up on Philosophy Talk... The philosophy of flirting. Ah, my little darling, it is love at first sight, is it not? No? Uh, do not come with me to the Casbah. We shall make beautiful music together right here. Ah, c'est l'amour. Ah, c'est toujours. Ah, c'est l'amour. You know you don't have to act with me, Steve. You don't have to say anything and you don't have to do anything. Not a thing. Oh, maybe just whistle. You know how to whistle, don't you, Steve? You just put your lips together and blow. Our guest is Carrie Jenkins, expert flirter and expert philosopher from the University of Nottingham. The philosophy of flirting, coming up on Philosophy Talk after the news. Welcome to Philosophy Talk, the program that questions everything. Uh, except your intelligence. I'm John Perry. And I'm Ken Taylor. We're coming to you from the studios of KALW in San Francisco. We're continuing conversations that began at Philosopher's Corner on the lovely Stanford campus. Our topic today is flirting. Now, in the first part of our story, we're going to try to define flirting. You're at a dinner party. You spend the whole evening in conversation with a very lovely person. Afterwards, your partner angrily accuses you of flirting with that person all night. You insist you weren't flirting. You were just being friendly. Now, what's the difference between flirting and friendly conversation, between flirtation and seduction? After we've answered all those questions, or at least explored them a little bit, we're going to move to the psychology of flirting. Why, why do people flirt at all? Is it something that evolution bequeathed to us? Do men and women flirt for the same reasons? I mean, there's an old adage that says men flirt for sex, women flirt for attention. Are we the only animals that flirt? And in our final segment, we'll circle around to ethical questions about flirting. Is it cheating to flirt with somebody other than your partner? Is flirting without intending to take it further a form of dishonesty? Is it all right to flirt your way to the top? So, Ken, we've got a lot of questions. No doubt some of them are interesting questions. But are any of them philosophical? Somehow I missed out on Aristotle's essay on flirting or or Descartes' treatise on flirting. I mean, what, what does flirting have to do with philosophy? John, I, I'm surprised at you. I mean, <clears throat> you're the guy who always says, you always say, you could make philosophy out of anything. Besides, I would have thought this particular topic, flirting, was right up your alley. Uh, you think I'm a flirt, Ken. That's just because every time I see you, I say how cute the dimples uh, that form on your cheeks when you smile are. But actually... You may not know this, but everybody says that, right? Well, it has nothing to do with flirting. Well, it's not because you're a flirt that I thought it would be interesting to you. It's because you're such an astute and subtle student of human communication. I mean, flirting is a highly sophisticated, highly subtle form of communication, and it raises all sorts of interesting philosophical questions. Okay, okay, but where does the rubber meet the road here? Give me two philosophical questions that have to do with flirting. Well, first, exactly what is flirting? I mean, that's kind of puzzling, don't you think? It has something to do with intimations of romance or sex, but not everything that intimates romance or sex is flirting. So what's the difference? What distinguishes flirting from these other kinds of things? What's the essence of flirting? Yeah, that was a very cheap victory, Ken. I mean, yeah, you can make philosophy out of anything. What's the essence of being a telephone or a cup or a pane of glass or a nose? Is there anything specifically about flirting that's 
that's interesting? Well, it may be cheap, but it's honorable. I mean, philosophers have been doing that sort of thing with concepts since Socrates did it with, uh, you know, the, the, the pious in, back in the Euthyphro. So uh, uh, that's honorable. But it's, there are other puzzling questions. Can you flirt without intending to flirt? Uh, can you flirt without knowing that you're flirting? Can you try to flirt but fail? I mean, is there a difference between good flirting and bad flirting? Those are philosophical questions. Well, that kind of connects with what you suggested earlier, that flirting is a form of communication. Now, in communication, we usually intend to do something in part because our intention to do that very thing is recognized. We owe that insight to H.P. Grice, a great philosopher. So, so there's something interesting about flirting. It's a, it's a form and a, probably a particularly interesting form of communication. Right, and you know, you can do it well or badly, subtly or crudely, and to prove that point, our, we sent our roving philosophical reporter, Polly Stryker, out into the wild to get some real examples of native flirters at, in action. She files this report. If you flirt, it's because you want something, right? It might be sex, but maybe you want an ego boost. Or to sweeten a business deal. I hit a bar scene on Saturday night to talk to people on the hunt about why they flirt and how they do it. When you flirt, you are trying to pick up on somebody and romance them and woo them into your arms and get them to fall madly in love with you. Of course I like to flirt. I'm looking at you right now. I'm smiling at you. Good Lord, isn't that flirting? Well, how do I flirt? It depends on the person. I flirt with women and men, and I love, I love all gorgeous things. Flirting has always been the same, you know? It's just like, usually, girls would say, what's up? You know, I like you. Actually, it might have changed back then, because then there might be a note passed. People still pass notes, but they just do it verbally. And I'm not talking about um, flirting so that you end up in bed with someone. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the art of contact, of saying, oh, you look nice. Flirting online, you know, people go into chat rooms because, you know, you're anonymous. No one knows what you look like. You can put up a fake picture if there are pictures. You can make up a fake identity. You can make a fake name. You know, you can be whatever you want to be is some sort of virtual fantasy idealized forum, but then there's, it totally takes up the actual body language. Flirting has changed significantly. I have some clients who are, I'm a psychotherapist, they're 10 years old and they dress really provocatively and they try to seduce the teenagers who come in from high schools to teach them. I MC a lot of shows and I kind of do a lot of flirting with the audience within that. Um, maybe not in totally sexual or sensual ways, but certainly a lot of flirting with the audience psychologically, emotionally, to, to bring them in, you know, because I think that's what a lot of flirting is, is like kind of like opening something up and bringing someone in. You know, it's, it's got bookends on it, like you, you can have this interaction and then leave it at that. I think there's a lot of value in that. Yeah, one time I was wearing, I was wearing these uh, fishnet arm things. And this guy came up and he tore them open and he wrote his name and his number on my arm, all across my arm in like Sharpie. I was so offended I never spoke to him again. In the context that someone's asked or saying that I'm being a flirt, I would have to say that would probably mean to me that I'm probably being too domineering and also that I'm probably thinking about too much of one thing and not enough of another. People don't look at each other's eyes anymore. Today everything is, oh, too sexy, too this, too that, too explicit. I gotta flirt with you right now, is that all right? Hey, <laughs> this is going miserably. Are you enjoying this flirting? I'm very robotic about my flirting. For Philosophy Talk, 
I'm Polly Stryker. Okay, Tuesday night I'll take you out and I'll tell you more about this. How's that? <laughs> Want to hear more? You can find the complete episode on iTunes Music or for unlimited listening, become a subscriber at philosophytalk.org.